Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P, Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents The Adventures of Superman! Superman far out at sea, Lois Lane and Horatio Horn seem doomed as a raging fire sweeps in fury through the ancient building that has become their prison. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, once you find out how Kellogg's Pet stacks up with your morning appetite, you'll latch onto this sunny golden toasted breakfast cereal like anything. Just show me a fellow or girl who doesn't get a kick out of Pep's tender crispness. The way those toasty flakes practically melt in your mouth. And talk about flavor. Why, Kellogg's Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal. It's loaded with sparkling sunshine flavor. A comeback for more flavor that keeps your spoon coming right back again and again. Not to mention the fact that Pep is good for you. Sure, gives you lots of whole wheat nourishment and more. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep is a slick dish to latch onto. So terrifically good, you want to clean up every golden flake in your bowl. That's always the smart thing to do, of course. And particularly smart nowadays when the cereal grains are being sent to help give good nourishment to fellows and girls overseas. So don't waste cereal. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make sure there's no waste at your house. And pour your Pep carefully and eat up all you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Remember, eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Now, the adventures of Superman. When Professor Alonzo Sturgeon, famous atom bomb scientist, was abducted by mysterious foreign-speaking men, Clark Kent feared an attempt by some unfriendly nation to upset world peace. As Superman, he streaks to Shanghai, China, to investigate a clue, while Lois Lane and Horatio Horn, eccentric rural correspondent for the Daily Planet, investigated another clue at 96 Walnut Street in Metropolis, which turned out to be a vacant lot. But Horn discovered a secret panel in the wall of a warehouse next door, and entering in the dark with Lois, stepped into a trap. Three armed men, one of them a swarthy Latin named Carlos, locked the reporters in a windowless storeroom and set the warehouse on fire. As we continue now, the walls of their fiery prison are glowing red, and dense smoke is fast overcoming Lois and Horatio Horn. Listen. <laughs> Oh, 
is a tinderbox. Oh, I, I suspect Carlos spread gasoline around. He did. I, I heard him. Mr. Horn. Mr. Horn, look. What? The what ceiling. Is it? Now, it's on fire, too. Oh, great grasshopper. When it's And called... the sidewalls of this room. Just look at the flames. I'm afraid we're what might be termed cooked beef this lady. Wait a minute. I think... I think I... Here's the fire department. Yes, Mr. Horn. It is the fire department. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid they're, they're too late. Don't say that. We have to face it. They'll never get us out of here in time. Why? Because, because they don't even know we're in here. Unable to call out, Lois and Horatio Horn face destruction in a roaring holocaust as Superman, still unaware of their plight, rockets back to Metropolis from Shanghai, China. Resuming the guise and garb of Clark Kent, he proceeds to the office of Police Inspector Henderson, where he makes a report of his findings. Now, wait a minute, Kent. What? I've been trying to put a phone call through to Mr. Garrett in Shanghai for almost two hours. How did you get through to him? Uh, never mind how, but I got through to him. And get this, Inspector. What? Garrett said he rented his mountain lodge to a Latin American named Carlos about a month ago. He did, huh? Mm-hmm. Say, isn't one of Professor Sturgeon's abductors a Latin American named Carlos? Exactly. And what Wait. Mo- what did Garrett tell you about Carlos? Where is he from? What's his business? Garrett didn't know. Uh, how do you like that? Now, where are we? Well, for one thing, I'm surer than ever now that Carlos is working for some power-mad group who wants the secret of our atom bomb. Unless we find him and Professor Sturgeon quickly... Our country and perhaps the whole world is in great danger. Yeah, but what can we do? Our only lead to Sturgeon is this Carlos guy, and he's disappeared without leaving a trace. Oh, not quite. You know he was on a transcontinent airline plane from South America to Metropolis last month. If you check with the airline, you might pick up a lead to him. Okay, okay, I'll make a routine check, Kent. But frankly, I'm not too hopeful. Uh, get me transcontinent airlines. Who wants to speak to me? Okay, put him on. And meanwhile, get me transcontinent. Healy. Oh, maybe he's found a lead. I hope so. Yes, Healy, what's on your mind? A fire. Well, why bother me with it? Where? Oh. Yeah, I know, but... Well, okay. I'll get out there. Right. What's that about a fire, Inspector? Healy says there's a big blaze in a warehouse on Walnut Street, number 94. 94 Walnut. That's next door to the vacant lot. The forwarding address Carlos left at the mountain lot. You mean the phony forwarding address he left to throw us off the track? I know, I know, but just the same, I'm going out to that fire. That address is the only lead we have, and I want another look at it anyhow. Well, I told Healy I'd be out there, too. Wait till I make this call to Transcontinent Airlines, and I'll drive you out. Oh, thanks, but I've got my own transportation. I'll meet you out there, Inspector. So long. Leaving police headquarters, Clark Kent steps into an alleyway and swiftly resumes his true identity of Superman. Then, up, up. And away! Leaping high from the pavement, the man of steel streaks across the city to the warehouse district. From miles away, he can see the great conflagration lighting the night sky and hear the screaming sirens of police and fire equipment. That's a terrific fire. Hope nobody was trapped in it. I'd better see. Faster! Now, here we are. Let's have a look. Wow, that warehouse is going up like a matchbox. Fire department seems helpless to save it. Wait a minute. What's that? Two people. 
A man and a girl in that burning room. Down to them. Down! Uh-oh, they're unconscious. Great Scott, it's blowing the Horatio Horn. Up with him. There we are. Now, through that ceiling. Up and away! <laughs> Mr. Horn is still asleep, Mr. Kent, but Miss Lane is up and already dressed. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> She's in this room. Uh, you may go in now. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Uh, hiya, Lois. Oh, it's you, Clark. Look, will you please get hold of whoever runs this hospital and tell him, her, or it that I've got to get out of here? Now, I may it, already be too late. Take and... it easy, Lois. That's, uh, Take it easy? Do you realize that Carlos and his gang of cutthroats left New Orleans with Professor Sturgeon last night? What? Yes. Heaven only knows where they are now. Well, don't just stand here. Get hold of somebody and get well, me out of here. How do you know Carlos and Professor Sturgeon were in New Orleans last night? Carlos wasn't. You just said he His was. His gang was with Professor Sturgeon. They took off from New Orleans by air for some place at 1040. No, 1050. They took off for where? I don't know. I called the New Orleans airport from here before you came in. There was no scheduled flight out of there last night at that time. Oh, they must have used a private plane. That's what I figured. And get this, Clark. What? Carlos and his gang, whoever they are, intend to get the atom bomb secrets from Professor Sturgeon because they want to control the world. Well, that's a tall order, but unless we find them in a hurry, heaven knows what might happen. Tina, they got a seven-hour start on me, but if I get down there at once and pick up the trail of that plane... Look, Lois, have you contacted Inspector Henderson yet? I was just going to, but... Well, it... do it at once. I'll see you later. Where are you going? I've, I've got a little idea. I know. You're going to New Orleans without me. Claude, you've got to wait until they let me out I of can't. here. Claude, can't you come back here, Claude? It's so hard. Hurriedly leaving the hospital, Clark Kent steps behind a patch of bushes, strips off his business suit. Then, once again, as Superman, he leaps high into the early morning sky and streaks away to the southwest. Moments later, once more in his guise of Clark Kent, he is speaking to the dispatcher at the New Orleans airport. Why, yes, Kent, there was a plane going to take off at 10.50 last night, but it didn't get off the ground until around 1 in the morning. Left engine needed attention. That may be the plane I'm looking for. What sort of a job was it? It was a converted Army C-47. Uh -huh. Charter job, hauling freight and passengers. Uh, here's the number on it. Uh... 43-743. 43-743. Do you have a list of the passengers, by any chance? Uh, no, we just checked the pilot, clear the freight on charter halls. Oh, I see. Well, what about the freight on this plane? Just one big pack in case. That's uh, fish. Fish? Yeah, a pilot said something about his passengers transporting some rare big fish. I wanted to get a look at it. I'm interested in fish, but I, I couldn't leave the tower. That is the plane I want. Tell me, where was it bound? Brownsville, Texas. Should have been there about 30 minutes ago. There in 30 seconds to find out. You what? Uh, nothing. I, I'm going to Brownsville. Uh, thanks, Lord. Leaving the dispatcher's office, Clark Kent steps behind a hangar, once more resumes his identity of Superman, and rockets away to Brownsville, apparently but a scant 30 minutes behind his quarry. We'll return in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. So stand by. <laughs> Say, gang, when you think of the circus, you know, the big top and the clowns and all the excitement, you usually think of those gay-colored pinwheels that go spinning around in the breeze. And that's just what the Kellogg Company had in mind when they designed this week's pet dish of the week, cantaloupe pinwheel. Believe me, it's as exciting and breezy a dish as you'd ever hope to taste. Here's the idea. You start off with your regular serving of Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal. Then take your spoon and scoop the cantaloupe out in strips. Arrange them on top of your pet, you know, like the spokes of a wheel. Add milk and sugar, and that's a cantaloupe pinwheel. 
gives Kellogg's Pep a real chance to show what it can do for fresh fruit. Mm-mm. Well, you get a kick out of the way that sparkling sunshine flavor comes through. And the terrific way those tender flakes seem to melt in your mouth. Why, before you know it, you'll eat up every bit of pep in your bowl, which is certainly the right idea, particularly nowadays when we're sending the cereal grains to fellows and girls overseas. So, gang, when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, pass the word along to the family not to waste it. Always be sure to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Speaking to Brownsville, Texas, on the trail of Professor Sturgeon and his mysterious abductors, Superman, once more in his guise of Clark Kent, is speaking with the dispatcher at the Brownsville Airport. Reporter for the Metropolis Daily Planet. I'm looking for a plane that landed here a little while ago, a, a charted job, number 43-743. I'm looking for that plane, too, mister. You're looking? What do you mean? I mean it was due in here about half an hour ago, but up to now it's unreported. What? That's right. Hasn't landed here or anywhere else as far as we know. That number 43-743 seems to have clean disappeared. Dismayed, Clark Kent stares blankly at the Brownsville Airport dispatcher. Victory was almost in his hands, but now he clutches only empty air. What has happened to the plane and to Professor Sturgeon, one of the few men in the world who knows all the secrets of the most potent weapon in the universe? Has grim fate taken a hand to remove him from the earth? Or has the clever Carlos once more outwitted the man of steel? Don't miss tomorrow's thrilling episode, fellows and girls. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is the copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, I know you know lots of famous names, so you're sure to know Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. But do you know that swell breakfast treat, Kellogg shredded wheat? Why, it's delicious. You see, Kellogg picks out finest whole wheat, toasts it to natural nut sweet goodness. Kellogg packs 15, 15 tender plump biscuits in every package. And Kellogg sees to it that you get the grand nutrition of whole wheat in biscuits made to fit the bowl. Ask Mom to get you some Kellogg shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>